Hello and welcome to Infinite Machine Learning. This is your host Prateek Joshi. This is the part of the show where I talk about ideas and concepts in AI. You can use them to build startups, grow your career, or just develop a better understanding of how AI works. Today, we are going to talk about seven skills that will help you succeed as a machine learning builder. You could be a startup founder or an ML engineer just starting your career. The goal here is to understand what skills you need to develop to build something meaningful and and make sure that you make a mark. Right, ML engineer, uh, that, that role, it has become one of the fastest growing roles in the tech industry. I mean, the entire AI wave uh, is, is built upon upon having great engineers and also there's just so much work to be done that uh, this this specific role is is growing at a very rapid clip all right so let's set the context here uh, how how do we relate the terms ai and ml and data right. ml is a vehicle that uses data as a fuel to achieve the goal of ai that's how I think of it, right? That's how I have mapped it in my head. And in the real world, you'll find yourself building products that that need to work, that need to work with noisy and incomplete data, with constraints that may seem unfair to you, uh, with users who seem too demanding. Your product needs to work with all these constraints. So, and also you'll be in, you'll you'll work with people, like many different types of people who have uh, 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 the stakeholders in the product, right, in different shapes and forms. So, what skills do you need to develop in order to succeed as an ML builder? So, when I thought about this, I started listing down the skills that have come in handy for me over the years. And again, you can make a, a very giant list, but I just wanted to boil it down to the essentials that can be applicable across a variety of scenarios and industries and stages. So here are the seven skills that came to mind. Number one, you need to be able to tell others what you did. The the, the core reason machine learning is growing at such a rapid clip is that it's creating business value. And companies can tangibly benefit from this technology. This means that machine learning engineers can no longer work on siloed research projects. I mean, they still, researchers still do, but a big, big part of it has to work within various other parts of the company. So everything a machine learning engineer does has a direct impact on the company which means that you'll be working with developers and marketers and salespeople and product managers and many other people. You should be able to explain what you did. You should be able to explain your work to someone who doesn't know machine learning, to someone who doesn't understand machine learning. You need to empower them with crisp explanations, right? Just explain in plain, simple terms what you did. 
It's a critical skill to develop when you're building an AI product because you know, if you get a chance to work closely with customers, you should take it every single time. And the best feedback you'll get uh, is from people who pay money to use the product. Right? Best feedback. They don't hold anything back because when people pay money, they expect certain things and they uh, they have no reason to hold hold back any 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 feedback. So, all right. So you need to be able to tell others what you did. Number two, you need to know Python. Actually, I use Python as just a language, a universal language, but really you should at least have a, a very, very good grasp on a language that's widely used. At least in AI, Python has become the universal language and you know, Python as the language of AI. Uh, and, uh, and again, many people may or may not agree with it or debate if it's actually the language, but I'd say Python is pretty much you know, close to a, a universal language that there is in AI. So you can survive without it, but you'll have a hard time. When you're building a product, you need to be able to leverage the work of others, right? And if a language, a programming language, has many, many users, they use the language to build very useful tools. They release it, they open source it, and you can use that to build your stuff. So you don't need to reinvent the wheel. And that's the benefit of using and mastering a language that's widely used, right? You won't get any special prize for building a neural net from scratch because it's a solved problem, right? People have already done it a million times. So people have built a variety of libraries and tools in Python. And I mean, look, you're free to learn additional languages on top of it, but make sure you're fluent in Python because it'll just make your life so much easier. All right, number three, you should be okay with wild goose chases. Now, what do I mean by that? Real world data is messy and incomplete. And in order to build a product that works, you'll have to address many edge cases. And uh, the users don't care if your algorithm is like 93% accurate. I mean, look, 93% is, is good. It's really good. But the users don't care if it doesn't work for them. And so you need to go frequently on wild goose chases when you are developing the product, right? It's not an easy task, right? You have to embark upon these little experiments with really no end in sight. So the goal is to be okay with it, right? In addition to the data not being clean, the goals won't be well-defined either, right? You should be disciplined enough about your work and you should develop a framework for rapid experimentation. And that's how you run these experiments, uh, go on these little wild goose chases, and then you'll find what works, what doesn't, and then that goes into the product. All right, number four, you should be able to translate from machine learning lingo to plain English. Why, why is that important? Because your customers talk in English, right? The people who use the product talk in English. So your product uh, needs to work for them. And your product understands code, right? The programming language is what you use 
to build a product, but you should be able to listen to a problem, a customer's problem in plain English and translate it into code and then figure out what algorithmic framework you should use to uh, to analyze that data. You should build the product such that many customers can use it in a repeatable way and make sure to listen to patterns uh, when you talk to customers and when you analyze how the product is being used. Your potential users are a goldmine of product information. So listen carefully and translate and just be good at it. It's a very useful skill to be able to translate between machine learning, lingo, and, and just English because that's how great products are built. All right, number five, you need to know machine learning algorithms. I mean, this one seems obvious. I mean, yeah, you need to know the algorithms, but it's important to know the various categories and hierarchies here. And as new people from various fields are entering machine learning, there are many products and tools that help you build stuff without really knowing what goes on underneath. And that's good. That's great. But to wield those tools effectively, you need to know what ML algorithms exist, what you should use, and and under what situation. And uh, in the real world, you'll encounter different problems and different types of data. And based on the situation, you need to quickly make decisions on what to use. Is this a classification problem or a regression problem? Should I use ensemble learning? Should I should I use recurrent neural networks, right? You should be able to look at the problem and have an instinctive understanding of the direction you need to take. So to do that, you need to know what algorithms and frameworks exist in the first place, and then you can use the tools that have packaged them up. All right, number six, you need to know statistics. I frequently like to say there are no certainties in this world, only probabilities. So you should get comfortable living in the world of probabilities, especially in the world of AI, right? You should learn how to design and develop systems based on it. And a simple example would be showing confidence levels for various predictions. Let's say you're building a product and you make a bunch of predictions, you, you just associate how confident you are in that prediction, and that itself helps you think about it in a certain way. And if you're building a system that needs to predict something, right, being able to show a confidence level for the prediction actually helps you and the other stakeholders understand, hey, can I rely upon this? And if so, how much, right? So it's very different when you are, say, 97% confident versus, hey, I'm like, I don't know, 43% sure that this is going to happen. So very different. And I think knowing statistics helps you actually dissect the problem in the real world in a certain way. And that itself can help you expand the scope, understand how you can look at different problems, and it just goes a long way. So you should you should make an effort to learn statistics. All right. Number seven, and the last one, you need to have domain knowledge. And also, if you don't 
already have it, it can be developed, right? So the, the domain here refers to the problem domain. I mean, are you solving a problem in the physical world or finance or cybersecurity, right? You need to know what frameworks are applicable to what types of data. If you're building a tool to determine whether or not a transaction is fraudulent, right? It really helps if you know how financial transactions work and who the user is. If you are in healthcare, right? And if you're trying to determine, hey, can I can I optimize wait time? Say, or hey, can I help the doctor summarize the notes, right? Or can I help analyze the images of x-rays? All these different problems, not problems, but all these different tasks that appear in a given domain, it helps if you know how they work and how it can be improved and what needs to what needs to exist right before and after for the product to be successful. So domain knowledge is something that is extremely critical and comes in very handy when uh, when you build when you build machine learning products. So all right, so if you look at these seven skills that we just talked about, they are applicable to any number of industries, any stages, or, or no matter what you're building, this these skills will come in handy uh, to uh, to make sure that the product has a chance of succeeding, and also you, the person, has a has a good chance of of going ahead. So, again, another key thing that developing these skills right, is, is important is because it helps us understand how the world around us works, right? Especially when it comes to machine learning, it's a fairly technical area. And uh, I'm being a machine learning engineer, I've been a machine learning engineer my entire life. And it's very tempting to just go and and just write code without without talking to anyone or or just kind of build algorithms or work on optimizing algorithms it's very tempting to go and just sit in that zone but the problem is to build great machine learning products or build great careers you you should be able to work with um, the real world um, different types of people and uh, different types of situations right so Again, all of this is geared towards uh, making that making that happen. And uh, a lot of times what I've seen is when people go from uh, practicing on toy projects to an actual real-world situation, there's almost like a shock element to it, right? When you work on, on projects in, in a sandbox, you're given clean data sets, the task is clear, the goal is specified, the data is organized and structured, and you just decide, oh, I'm going to choose that amazing algorithm that's already pre-built to build a simple app that's hosted on your local machine. So it's very structured and nice and cool and fun, but going from that to the real world where everything is probabilistic, the customers are very demanding, the data is like is a big mess, and it's your job to make things work. So I think that that shock is is real and and also it applies to every startup founder or any engineer who has to work with with customers and users so again these skills are meant to help you 
get better and, and along those dimensions. And uh, I hope uh, this comes in handy when you when you go out and build something. All right, that's it for today. You can visit infinitemachinelearning.com to subscribe to the podcast. Thanks again for tuning in. I'll see you soon with another amazing episode.